there. Welcome to My Mama Has Four Kids, aka MMH4K. I'm Kayshawn, also known as Middle Child. I'm here with my guest, Jen, also known as Significant Other and other things, I guess. I mean, she can come up with a name for herself eventually. But today, we're going to be reviewing uh, the Disney Plus. Now, Disney Plus came out not too long ago. I don't know the exact date that it came out, but it came out really soon. And we wanted to give it some time to marinate. Before we actually made a review about it, well, I did. I don't know about Jen. She's probably sitting there watching uh, movies and stuff on Disney Plus. She don't care about reviewing it. I'm kidding. But that's why we're here today. We're gonna review Disney Plus for the goods, the bads, and uh, hopefully no uglies. But that's what we're gonna get into today. So first thing I want to talk about. Disney Plus and one of the things that we're going to be getting into is pretty much the collection for it. The Disney Plus has a decent amount of things on there. Like a decent amount of shows, a decent amount of movies. They got shorts, they got Pixar, they got Marvel. They they even got National Geographic on there. So they have a lot, but I think one of the things that don't get mentioned a lot is pretty much the package deal you can get with it. I believe it's Hulu, Disney, and ESPN. Jen, you could elaborate on that. Yeah, so if you have an existing uh, Hulu subscription, you can um, just sign up for the bundle and they will deduct the amount that you're paying for the Hulu. Um, now, it is a Hulu with commercials, but for me, I'm a frugal person, so I don't mind watching commercials if it saves me a few bucks. I believe if you have a higher level of Hulu, they'll probably just deduct $5.99, which is the price of the base Hulu plan. Um, And I haven't used the ESPN Plus because I don't really watch sports, but I'm told that they have some exclusive like MMA fights and stuff like that that people might be interested in watching. Yeah, and really I wanted to dwell into the ESPN Plus to see if you can watch previous fights and everything like that. Uh, if you're a person who's watched Disney or like has gotten that package deal, you know, you probably know whether or not it has it or not. But if it does, that's very good because, you know, for a person who's like watched like a pay-per-view fight and you're just like, dang, that was a good fight. But I only got to watch it once pretty much when it premiered and stuff like that. And if you don't have it like T-Bowed, I guess, or recorded somewhere, it's just like, dang, like. Or am I going to get this at? Of course, for those who use the internet, I guess you can kind of YouTube highlights and stuff like that. But to actually have full fights, eh, that's hard to get a hold of nowadays, even through uh, (laughs) illegal channels. (laughs) But hopefully with the ESPN app and everything like that on there, you'll be able to do that and view it. And that would be fantastic to have because... Honestly, being able to go back and watch, like, you know, previous fights, especially fights that were, like, iconic or, like, that really, you know, had you sitting there, standing back and everything like that, they, that's good. That's amazing. Like, that's something that I feel a lot of fans would be into. Now, as far as that goes, having that package together, you know, it shows you that Disney is pretty much teaming up against a lot of the other streaming services, which to you know dwell off point for a minute a lot of the streaming services coming out a lot of streaming services coming out so they're trying to like make cable obsolete but also they're basically just becoming another form of cable i mean you know a lot of people 
they've already already seen it coming, but they didn't expect it to happen so fast and with so many, like, coming out of the woodwork. When, you know, Netflix and Hulu and all that came out, it was kind of like, yeah. But I felt like what made them good is the fact that they concentrated on shows of the past and they made shows that were entertaining to watch. And Hulu especially keeping up with shows that are already coming out on TV, but I don't want to have to wait like an hour to go watch like one episode of my favorite show. Or, you know, like I don't want to have to, you know, wait until 8.30 and then tune in on that. And if you're a person who has these jobs that work late at night, which a decent amount of people do, having the ability to basically watch it on your own time is what makes it unique and what makes it nice and that right there is something that i think that we should watch out for in the future do you have anything to say about that i mean you can talk at any point i just don't want you to feel like you know you have to sit there in silence anyhow basically yeah that that's one of the things that i feel is gonna happen in the future is basically it's gonna become like cable unless they actually calm it down a bit and start refocusing on how it started off at the beginning or to stay in that realm at least so it's not getting redonkulous now back to Disney so with Disney and its collection one of the things that I have to say that's a positive at least on my end is like I love the the Marvel collection and I love the Pixar and Disney collection of like old movies so I really think Disney did a good job in kind of making it for not only an older audience but a younger audience too because they have a lot of the the bangers that made Disney I think what it is today they have Lion King, Little Mermaid, Snow White, Sleeping Beauty and then they have Moana and Lilo and Stitch and like you know it's just it's just a decent bit they even got some of their shows on there that like they played on disney channel so people who grew up watching like those shows like sweet life of zach and cody and that's a raven they have those and i believe they have liz mcguire too right uh, duh okay yeah <laughs> i just want to make sure i i like it is a decent bit to scroll through and like when you think that you found like kind of an end to it they also have more like they have home alone one and two on there and three, actually. They have Home Alone 1 and 2 and 3, but nobody really counts three. Yeah. Now, there are some things on there that you might search for and feel disappointed because they don't have. But I have a feeling that Disney, over the years, have has created so much content that they're holding some of it back so that they can release different things at different times. Also, I know there's a lot of uh, licensing issues, so if you see... A movie that's more current that's not on there more than likely either Amazon or Hulu or someone else has the rights to it and when those rights expire then they'll probably come on to Disney Plus yeah another thing I've been noticing too is that some of the movies that they already have on there like Incredibles 2 like isn't gonna be fully on there until July 2020 now I think that's more of a thing of like it's pretty recent so I think what they're planning to do is, it's just like Frozen 2 just came out and I don't expect to see it on there for like another year or two. 
So they're probably going to wait until the movie gets some time to, you know, have its time in movie theaters and to be sold on DVD if people want to get it on DVD. Because, you know, streaming services usually in a Switch and they only have such a big catalog, I guess, so they can only hold so much as far as that goes. So they're probably going to wait, you know, then boom, Frozen 2 is out on the service and everything like that. Uh, and that's probably how they're gonna do it. And then for ones that are, you know, have recently come out, like I haven't seen Toy Story 4 on there, and that's been out for a minute, but I don't think it's in theaters, is it? I don't think so. I don't know, I, I don't think so either because it's on Redbox, I believe. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. But it's movies like that, you know, I feel like they're probably gonna give it a little bit and then put it down. Cause it's kind of recent, so that's they still want to make move. their money on the on the DVDs and Blu-rays and all of that. I don't. I seriously doubt, unless it's a straight to Disney Plus new Disney movie, that they will be putting them on immediately when they come out on DVD. I I mean that will remain to be seen in the future. Um, but while we're on this topic, let's talk a little bit about um, I guess like the downside any problems that you've noticed with Disney Plus? Well, I think since it's released, like, one of the problems is sometimes, like, it has errors. And sometimes, like, I had it where the movie started and then it was pausing and then it started again. So I think that's just more of a technical issue because it is a new app and maybe because they have so much on there it might be kind of slowing it down. I think that's just more of a thing of like, they're probably gonna wait until they see more glitches and people talking about, hey, I had a problem with this and that, and they're gonna fix it. But that is one of the issues as well, is that, you know, coming into it, I, I know, I get it, there's gonna be issues, but I just didn't think like those type of issues would probably be an issue. I thought maybe like it would be like simple stuff like, like I'm going to a title and for some reason like the title isn't there. <laughs> like, you know, I'm going to w- try and watch Aladdin 2 Return of Jafar and like it's not showing as Aladdin 2 Return of Jafar. It still plays and stuff and you know it's there, but you know it's having like weird problems with that. Now Disney did say that they didn't expect there to be as much volume as people signed up for it. Um, which I find really hard to believe because they've been hyping up this Disney Plus for probably like six months at this point in time. And a lot of people had pre-ordered it and they knew that there was going to be more than just the pre-orders on the first day. And yet, and still, on the first day, a lot of people were showing a lot more technical difficulties than they are now. Um, But even now that it's been out almost two weeks, um, I've seen some times where it has to pause to buffer and um not only that but there in the first two weeks of it being out has been a data breach of people's accounts and passwords so if you used a password to sign up for disney plus that you use for a whole bunch of other stuff you should probably go change them all your passwords um i haven't heard of any disney themselves say that they haven't been breached um but somehow that data has been sold on the dark web from from several different reports that I've read. So that's something to definitely keep a watch on um, and make sure that you're being smart about your passwords. Yeah, I ain't hearing any of this news, so she's giving it to you straight up. Like, I don't know if you know if you feel like that type of information is concerning. Of course, 
internet is a resource. Go ahead, look it up. Look up uh, any articles, any problems. Maybe it's a certain area, like, you know, near your town. Maybe it's a certain state. Or maybe it's just all around the board. Either way, uh, I do say be careful. Um, of course, your password shouldn't be the same as many other passwords. This is, this should be known. It's a simple uh, tech thing at that point in time. But, I mean, if you are that type of person, I know it's hard. You know, to keep going juggle like a bunch of passwords and eventually get to a point where you have like a bulk of passwords. Yeah, like I, I get you. But if that really is the case, if you research it and everything and you realize that after this point, like, yeah, like it's been a data breach of some sort. Cool. Change your password. Be careful and be safe. Don't give your password to people. <laughs> I mean, you're not supposed to. But hey, you know, that's a whole different story. I'm just going to continue on some other positive things, at least for me, the Marvel aspect of things. I'm glad that they have a classic X-Men on there, classic Spider-Man. They have some classic shows on there, which I was amazed that they were able to somehow get those shows. And then they also have a decent amount of new shows, too, and a decent amount of movies that came out, a lot of the good ones, especially like Iron Man and I believe they also have Ant-Man. They got Endgame and Infinity War. So they have most of the the saga for the cinematic universe. And that's pretty good. That's pretty solid. Now some of them they don't have on there. Once again, it's more of a thing of licensing. Like I believe Netflix has like a certain amount of movies that they're gonna have until the licensing goes out. And that's probably gonna be for a little bit. So if you're looking at it and you know, you're wondering like, oh dang, like I don't see this moving there, it's gonna be a minute. Netflix is probably gonna hold on to it. And probably even when they were deciding that the app was coming out for Disney, Netflix was probably like, Well, you already done gave me this and we need people to watch it. Like simple as that. Now for me there is a decent amount of shows i guess that are kind of missing but then again like them taking their time out and releasing it it's probably the best bet and that's more of the simple fact that like if they released like all of that that still is a lot to go through and i'm already seeing like for me like it's a lot to like go through just to look at the stuff i want to look at yeah stuff gets lost in the shuffle and, and it gets overwhelming so i think Having them rotate rotate in and out what they're showing on the streaming service is a, a really good idea. Yeah, I think it's really good, and it'll give people some time to kind of adjust to it. I guess is the best way I can put it. But also, it'll give time people to actually look through the catalog and try and find it. Maybe find shows that they ain't never watched before, that they can give a chance. That's the best thing about that. One of the, another good thing about Disney Plus Two is, as far as like Star Wars go, The Mandalorian. I haven't even seen it. I've just seen memes of Baby Yoda, and it's getting ridiculous. I love it though because that means that in the future, if Disney decides to make another show on their app, whether it be a Disney show, a Marvel show, or 
uh, Star Wars show, maybe even a Pixar show. Who knows? I mean, it just opens up the possibilities of these shows doing well because it's been receiving a lot of hype and a lot of good news and got a lot of good reviews. And I would hope that the other shows that come out are like that as well, at least in a good range and maybe becomes great, you know, if they don't just start off fantastic. Um, yeah, but that's, that's what I hope of it. So... Another good thing that I've noticed is that, um, especially on some of the older uh, cartoons that perhaps some things in there have not aged well, um, that they've been showing uh, warnings when you click on something. So, say for instance, there's a lot of tobacco use that put up tobacco use warnings, or they'll put up a, a uh, warning that says that, that the things in this movie are no longer culturally appropriate, but that doesn't make them any less relevant and that has caused a little bit of backlash because there are people out there that say well you know that these things are offensive we just shouldn't show them at all but I think for me it's important especially for people with children to educate their kids and let them know that you know people did used to feel this way or think this way or put people in a box but that doesn't mean that that's the right thing because if we just try to shelter our children and have them see a perfect world then they're not going to know when something's going wrong in front of their eyes correct and that's one of the things too also you can go in there and you can look for the craziness as well i know certain episodes people used to you know put a means about and that's the things like donald duck like i just donald duck like, he's a whole character in himself you can look up stuff about him and uh he's pretty wild but the good point is is that they do make it a thing as far as making sure they tell you straightforward that this is is it's within the this is within the content like we watched the pearl short and one of the warnings was actually rude and crude humor like even though it was still like a decent rating and it's only because it had like the word ass in there like you know, that's, not everybody can handle that. And for a lot of churchy folk, I should say, that's a bad word. And people who don't want to hear curse words at all, that's a really bad word. So the fact that they give you that warning ahead that they're, you know, basically, this is not exactly for a youngin. They set you up real nice for that. And that's something that I appreciate too, because a lot of people, complain to other shows about how they have like one nipple out or something like that that is like crazy and I didn't see a warning about it so when they give you the warning at least you can't say that they didn't that's that's the best part you can't say that they didn't they warned you and you proceeded to watch it in the story and they do it before the, the shows and stuff start so you have no excuse and like if you didn't see it if you just kick playing, you weren't paying attention, or if you didn't look at the ratings that they have on it, then, and you know, that's the thing. But that's the thing about, you know, parents being around too, watching certain movies. But I think a decent amount of the movies on Disney Plus are pretty kid-friendly, I believe. Yeah, but I was actually surprised by this selection that is there for adults. Like, I think I saw, um, was it Sleep in Seattle or something like that that was on there? There's actually a decent amount of, of adult movies and TV shows on there as well, so don't think it's just for the kids. Also, um, I know there's a lot of 
really nostalgic cartoons on there, but I I have a friend with a three-year-old who actually chose to watch Darkwing Duck. So it's it's opening up a lot of a lot of quality TV for newer generations, which I think is really awesome because some of the stuff they have on now is just not what it used to be. Yeah. I can agree on that. Like, you know, we we get these shows that are like super duper hits for this age and that I think are very important. I know other people would disagree. Like, I'll give you a couple examples. Like, Steven Universe, I think is a good show. Amazing World of Gumball, I think is a good show. Especially a family show. Because I've sat down and watched it with my family and we've laughed together. So, the Gumball has it, at least, as far as that. Then if you want to get into, you know, Craig near the creek, like that's a good one, or Craig in the creek, I can't, I don't know exactly. My brother has seen that one more than I've seen it, but that's a good show too, and it has a bit of representation, so that's good. And then after that, like, I believe like Sanjay and Craig was a good show for a period of time, because it was just silly, but it's a cartoon, so that level four is pretty good. And then there's not many other shows that I really know about because I don't go out my way to watch a lot of other shows like that nowadays that are on like Cartoon Network or Nickelodeon. And Disney, I think, has Disney Plus, so I don't know if they still have like show. I know Disney XD still does stuff, I think. But the, like these are all things that like I, I haven't watched in a minute. So I can't fully sit there and say confidently that they're producing shows that like I would want my kid to watch if I ever wanted them to if I wanted to go back and sit down and be like hey this is a good show like this is funny this is a little cartoon I would have played in the background or anything like that and I don't I don't think I really have any like that and I don't want to say that our era got it the best but I mean Avatar The Last Airbender Samurai Jack come on come on nah you it's still can't beat Rugrats beast. and Doug Recess. And Recess are good shows. Those are good shows, too. But she don't even know nothing about Rocket Power. I watch Rocket Power. So, uh, you know, but you don't know nothing about it, though, do you? What do you mean? When's the last time you seen... What, what do you, name a character off of Rocket Power. And the surfer dude. See? That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you can't even name a character. Otto! Otto! That's all you gotta say. One character. <laughs> That's all I wanted. <laughs> but all I'm saying is... For our generation, you know, since we're good old uh, millennials, our generation had it good as far as shows. And I know some people don't agree with like even Ed, Ed and Eddie and all that, but like, come on now, Kids Next Door, booming. Powerpuff Girls, booming. Like you can't, like it's, it shows you can't. Really, SpongeBob, and I'm talking about like you know, younger SpongeBob. But that's getting off the Disney Plus point. Mm. Okay, I mean, you just sitting here. You ain't saying nothing. And so I'm just going to do like I usually do. You know, it's not like we're off topic. Disney Plus has cartoons too. And like I said, they have a decent amount of cartoons. She just mentioned Darkwing Duck. They pretty much have X-Men. They have the old Spider-Man, like the really old Spider-Man. And then they have like the 1990s Spider-Man, which is honestly probably the best depiction. And then they had Spider-Man, I think it's like 2000 you know ultimate spider-man I, I can't remember ultimate spider-man 2000 it's one of this is a weird one that he was kind of like futuristic looking 
that one. Then they have a couple shows that is actually missing. Like, they don't have Jake Long on there, but they said they were going to put him on there. And I think they're missing like a Kim Possible movie on there as well. And The Proud Family. So it's not like Disney Plus necessarily has like, oh man, like all the booming shows, but they do have a decent amount like to be like, dang, like if I wanted to let my kid watch a cartoon, boom, there you go. This is a good one at least. But yeah, so outside of its technical errors and its missing pieces as far as some of the catalog goes, I do think Disney Plus is worth the buy. I also think since it is cheaper than a lot of the other streaming services and you can get a bundle with Hulu, that is definitely worth the buy. It's definitely more bang for your buck than I think you would get with like HBO, even honestly with Netflix because Netflix to me has gone down in quality even though they're producing a lot of quantity. Um, But I would say 10 out of 10, Disney Plus has probably been one of the better purchases I've made this year. And I think that, especially given their extensive collection, it would take a long time to run out of stuff to watch. So I think I probably would remain a Disney Plus subscriber for quite a while. Yeah, agreed. I think due to them having like a lot of good movies and a lot of things that I would particularly love to dwell back into or to watch that I haven't seen, like that opens a lot for Disney Plus as a service. And it's gonna have new content as well. And that's pretty good. Quality content, (laughs) as Jen was saying. So quantity, you don't have to worry about that at this point. But quality, you're gonna, you already know what you're getting for some of the old shows. And then after the Mandalorian, like it pretty much sets you up to be kind of ready for when the new shows come out. It excites you at least we ain't gonna know until it comes out as far as it being good or not but we would hope that it is when it comes out that's the main thing so as far as disney plus goes i i would suggest people subscribe to it you know if you uh are into those things we described the positives if you're worried about the negatives we did give you warnings we did give you details as far as what to watch out for and if this does happen you probably can just communicate with them because Disney has been doing a great job of actually receiving like feedback as well like it's not like they're not like fixing these issues as well so that's also what makes them good Netflix on the other hand don't know sometimes they struggle with that type of stuff and like who's been fine too so like you know a lot of these things that are linked together fantastic uh that's all I have to say about Disney Plus is there anything you have to say I think we pretty much covered it all I think we did oh PSA, we are not being sponsored by Disney Plus or any other streaming service. We're just giving you our honest opinions. Yeah, like, uh, if I was getting paid, I'm pretty sure I would have mentioned, like, a whole list of things. But I am not. I'm just enjoying it for what it is. (laughs) But thank you for giving a listen. Um, For those of you who want to, you know give some input or have something to say go ahead and hit me up at uh, lowercase m m h the number four kp at gmail.com you can send any comment you would like you know give us positive feedback is negative feedback good looked into it uh i'm middle child 
aka Kayshawn. This is Jen, and this has been My Mama Has Four Kids. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Y'all have a good night, good day, or goodbye.